Hello again, and thank you for listening to the verse of the day, where we believe that the Bible is not just a book about the past, but that it is full of power and wisdom for today. Thank you for taking a minute out of your day, or a couple minutes, probably most likely, to look at God's Word together. I want to say thank you to everyone who tunes in every single day, and also for sharing. Many of you have been sharing these and helping to get God's Word out, and that's what it's all about. It's not about some kind of ego trip for me, but just helping get God's word out. So if this is a blessing to you and it encourages you and strengthens you and your faith and your walk with the Lord, share it because more than likely it will produce the same effect in other people's lives because God's word does have power. Today's verse is for April the 23rd, 2020. And this verse comes from Ryan Brown on Instagram. And it is Ephesians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21, and it reads, Address one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. What an awesome set of verses. Now, there's only one problem. There's no way I can tackle all of those in one day. So we're going to have to take each one of these verses over a couple of days, which is going to be great. So let's look at the first one. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19. Paul here addressing the Ephesians to be singing to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Now, the Psalms, they most likely had a copy of. This is the Old Testament book of Psalms, many written by King David. These songs that give expression to our love, our devotion for the Lord. Hymns and spiritual songs would have been choruses and songs that the church had written and that they were singing when they would come together. Now, a couple of things that I find super interesting in this is that Paul tells them to address one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. This means that from the very beginning, the very beginning of the church, this is still the first century, right? Paul is the first missionary, him and Barnabas sent out. Paul plants the church in Ephesus on his third missionary journey. We read about that in Acts chapter 19. But the point being is that this is a first century church. We're talking 20 or 30 years after Jesus rose from the dead. And already a central part of their gathering is that when they come together, they are to be singing together, singing psalms together, singing choruses together, singing hymns and spiritual songs together. Singing was an important part of the first century church's gatherings. Additionally, the disciples used to sing hymns with Jesus. We read about this in both Matthew's gospel and Mark's gospel, that on the last night of Jesus's life, after the last supper, before they went out to the Mount of Olives where Jesus prayed, that him and his disciples, they sang a hymn together. Singing in church is not a new thing. It's not even a New Testament thing. The Old Testament people of God, the people of Israel, 
in David's time before the temple was built, in the tabernacle where the Ark of the Covenant was, King David had arranged that in the tabernacle there would be singing and praising God going on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that's why many of the Psalms were written down. This was the songbook for God's people. We see that singing and praising God actually goes much further back than that. When God delivers the children of Israel from Egypt, after they cross through the parted waters of the Red Sea, the first thing that they do is that they sing a song of praise to God, led by Moses' sister Miriam, as she danced before the Lord and played her tambourine, that they all sang songs of praises to God. And what really is amazing when you think about it is Paul instructs Christians to be singing psalms, is that as we open the psalms and sing these songs of praises to God, we are joining our voices with the people of God throughout the millennia. These are the songs that God's people have been singing to God. I don't know if you've ever thought about that before, but when it says that Jesus and his disciples sang a hymn and then they went out, it could be very possible that they sang one of the psalms that would not have been unusual. And that as we go through the psalms and we take the psalms and put them to melody and put them to music and sing them in our own churches, we're singing the same songs that Jesus sang. We're singing the same songs that the disciples sang. We're singing the same songs that the early church sang. We're singing the same songs that all of the people of God throughout the centuries and the millennia have been singing. And it is a beautiful thing that unites the people of God, is that when we come together, we sing. So we do this when we come together, but we don't sing to one another. We sing to the Lord. Singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. So we sing together with our voices, but in our hearts, we sing to the Lord. It's not just about the sounds coming out of our mouths. It's about the song coming out of our heart. And this is why Jesus told the woman at the well in John chapter 4 that God is seeking worshipers who will worship him in spirit and in truth. To worship God in spirit means from the inside, from the heart, and to worship him in truth means to worship him in genuineness, a genuine expression, not that we're just going through the motions and this is this thing that we do before the message. No, this is an important part of our Christian life, is to come together, to sing together, and to sing together to our great God and Savior who has saved us and delivered us and set us free from sin, who has purchased for us an inheritance that does not fade, that cannot be taken away, that he has transferred us into the kingdom of God, a kingdom that cannot be shaken, 
and that he is returning for us soon, that we will spend eternity together with him forever. Something else that's interesting about the book of Psalms is that it only has the words. It doesn't have the music. What does this mean? It means you make your own music with these words. And this is what God's people have been doing forever. And I encourage you to do the same thing. As part of your devotional life, go to the book of Psalms. Find a psalm that gives expression to what is in your heart. And what you will find is that the book of Psalms covers every human emotion. And so whatever you're feeling, whatever you're going through, the book of Psalms has a song for that. Take that psalm, put it to music, make your own melody, sing it to the Lord, pray it to the Lord, offer it up to God. And if you begin doing that, it will breathe new life into your devotion time with the Lord. Singing songs together is one of the things that I'm really missing right now. As we're all in quarantine and lockdown, I know we're putting our worship online, but it is not the same as being in the room with the people of God, lifting up our voices in one accord, many voices in unison, showing the unity that we have in Christ, praising and worshiping God. I cannot wait until we can do that again, and I'm praying that it will be very soon. Thanks for listening today. I hope that this has been a blessing to you. Looking forward to being with you again tomorrow in Ephesians chapter 5. God bless you.